is the Explosion Network's Fast and Furious podcast, and we don't have friends. We have family. Each week in the lead up to Fast and Furious 9, we shall be cracking a corona to discuss the films, characters, music, and more of the Fast saga. My name's Dylan Blake. Joining me today, as always, my ever exuberant co-host to hear him while you do the intro, Kieran Marchant. Dylan, you really gotta check your intros. Your voice went from Shaggy to Scooby-Doo. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's like, Ash has had all these singers each episode. Here's my guys, how to do. Here's my attempt. I'm going for it before Ashley comes in and says something way funnier. <laughs> and I'll say here, Ashley Holden. Dylan, you got the best crew in the world sitting right in front of you. Give them a reason to stay. <laughs> Karen's fi- favorite part of recording this podcast is just that. That's it. <laughs> yep. I'm done. I'm d- I can zone out for the rest of this fucking podcast. Uh, and, uh, that, so- and I'm ready to run out of NOS, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, you wait for that. That's your fa- Yeah. You wait for your favorite segment. That's an end. Um, this week, we're talking about Fast and Furious 6, year release 2013, directed by Justin Lin, written by Chris Morgan. Main cast, of course, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Dwayne Johnson, Jordana Brewster, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Sun Kang, Gal Gadot, Chris Ludacris Bridges, Luke Evans, Elska Pataki, and Gina Carano, who um, I was straight away say, kind of forgot she was in this, and I was like, oh. Yeah, me too. Well, I just didn't realize, <laughs> recognize her, but now I do because of Mandalorian. I'm yeah, like, Mandalorian. Ah, yeah, Gina. I bet you there's lots of people if they rewatch this. Yeah. Uh, synopsis of the film is Hobbs and Dominic and Brian reassemble their crew to take down a team of mercenaries. Dominic unexpectedly gets sidetracked with facing his presumed deceased girlfriend, Letty. What a just what a funny synopsis! It's like get sidetracked while facing his presumed uh, deceased girlfriend, Letty. <laughs> what, what <sentence? laughs> How do I smell baby oil? You keep running your pie hole, you're gonna smell an ass kicking. You got the best crew in the world standing right in front of you. Give them a reason to stay. Our target's Owen Shaw, former spec op soldier. For years, they've been running jobs in Europe, but it's our most recent job that graduated them to a whole new level. This is, I would say, my favorite um, Fast and Furious film. I think this is peak Fast and Furious. Like, this is... The whole crew, the crew that everyone loves the most. This is the, the one, the last movie where they're all together. Obviously, people start dying. This one disappearing, whatever else. Um, this one where they're all together doing their thing, and it's just peak nonsense action, one-liners, quips back at one another. It's just a lot of fun. It's the most fun I think of all the Fast Furious movies, and then the action is also just taken up a notch. I mean, every movie takes it up a notch, but this movie from last one, they're like drag a tank. Uh, drag a safe. We've got a tank now. Drag a tank. We've got a fucking plane now. It's 18 miles long of a runway, but it's fine. I don't that care. Everyone, everyone, com- everyone complains and they're like, that fucking thing, it's ridiculous. I'm like, I don't care. It is fun to watch. I do not care how ridiculous it is, like how long that long way is supposed to be. I'm like, it's just, there's like such a great final scene, of course. Um, start with, though, I have to start point out one of my favorite things about this movie and the reason i think I, I love it so much is i remember sitting in the cinema watching this movie and this is one of my favorite moments just the opening of this movie when it starts to like the music when it kicks in with the song and it starts playing like the flashbacks of all the shit i remember just being like 
Oh my! That, I think that was a moment that hit me that I'm like, wow, I really like this franchise because I'm like getting feels just seeing like this, yeah. like them showing other characters and the history and stuff. I'm like, fuck this franchise. And not is only like, like just the main like, films, they also show stuff from those shitty <laughs> one, like short prelude films from freaking Fast Four. They all count, man. They're yeah, all they're, part it's of all family. involved. It's like, oh god. Um, yeah, no, I just rewatching it. I was like, wow. Even I was like, oh, fuck this movie. Yeah, no, I love this movie. I mean, that, that's that's my rating. This is my favorite one. Love this movie. Ash, how do you feel about this one? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, this is clearly where physics went out the window. But other than that, uh, <laughs> uh, great, really fun film. Uh, fun action. Good. I think the fights in this. This is where they elevated the fights. I think. Sure, they had Hobbs in the last I, film. I don't know. The Hob- the last fight with Hobbs and Vin Diesel gets fucking wacky. That shit turns into a pro wrestling match very quickly. That's what yeah, I'm for saying. Reasons. The fights here, they're like top notch because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any egos amongst the people fighting or the ones who are on the losing side, I guess. Um, yeah, the plot is fine. I mean, the whole Letty retro, like, rewriting of a history i guess is fine uh but yeah it's fun it fits though i mean then why was like, the guy so you know sure that he killed letty <laughs> even though he saw it because he saw her go blasting off the side with a, like but yeah then, i'd presume someone died too but then Shaw goes and finds a body later because yeah, yeah just to, just to make check sure. but you know? my thing is why did you just shoot her in the head <laughs> he missed. I don't know. Um, <laughs> He's a staunch. He river. bottled it. Okay. I mean, he showed a conscience that was not shown in the film that he was actually in. Yeah. Wow. But, but you, what? Is, wait. Golden, you think like, shooting the car up rule. and letting it explode is more kind than actually killing a like a mercy killing? Because he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't go through with shooting her in the face. Like he couldn't go through with it. So he shot the car because it's an indirect way of killing her in his eyes. Okay. Yeah. It's easier for his conscience to deal with that. And then brag about that he shot her in the head when he didn't. Well, yeah. Got the got the extra points. Um, Karen, how do you feel about this movie? Uh, it's also my favorite movie after watching it. Um, I don't think 8 can change my mind on that. So um, this movie, about halfway through, I realized that this franchise does not deserve Paul Walker. Paul Walker is fucking great in this movie and his acting and range of emotions that he shows in this fucking movie is, I'm swearing a lot for my passion about how good he is. Um, Like he, he, like there's just moments of just his facial expressions that are pure gold. Like just like in the moment where Shaw starts threatening Mia, like his demeanor and everything changes so quickly and in such an emotional way that it's actually really impressive considering we're watching a Fast and Furious movie. Um, the, I love all the action scenes in this movie. Um, I think it's the best group. Like, it's the favorite group. It's a, it's semi-amusing that they ditched the two uh, Dominican Republic characters. They were just like, they lost all their money. And now nobody knows where they are. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Given how the last film ended. Yes. Yeah. Um, Side note: We didn't um, bring it out, but they both lost on that roulette table, didn't they? Yes, they did because it got green. That's which what's I didn't implied. Even know. Yeah. Yeah, they got green when the one bet on red and one bet on black. So, um, yeah, good, good job to them, douche news. Um, 
I think it has the funniest part. I think it has some sections that I overlook, like uh, Brian's little adventure to America, which is the rest of the cast, where they find out, build up to be this very risk-taking thing. That any it is just like the easiest stroll for him in the world to enter and leave that country. Um, but overall, I, I, yeah, this is a really fun movie. That's because um, they don't my, expect you to come in on an airplane. They expect you to come <laughs> crawling, crawling over the border. <laughs> just like it seems like a little bit um flawed in if it's a real thing in the american like judicial system where they scan somebody's fingerprints and they don't check that it's the right person for like 24 yeah, hours or whatever don't don't try and find <laughs> real <reason laughs> where i'm like okay uh, but uh, they, they they explain some rules that aren't real but they, <laughs> they they explain enough that for most people they're like oh that makes sense and then like you can move on with the movie you know like they they give you enough that even if it doesn't make sense for most people it's enough and you're like, yeah, yeah it's yeah okay, okay. <laughs> um but it also has probably one of my favorite quote-unquote races from the series i really love the race between dom and letty there's just something really nice about it and Letty's reaction to Dom's driving throughout that is is really is really fun to watch. Um, especially the you know the section where he gets rid of the cop cars that are chasing them, um, and she's I mean like he's 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 crazy, he's he's crazy yeah. like he's just he's like she, there's that one part where she's like this dude's crazy man yeah like um it's really nice to see those two characters kind of rebond and, and even though they've got the good old amnesia storyline. Um, she it's it's done in a decent way at least. It's not like she gets all her memories back from a random event or something she sees. Um. All right. So any let's 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 get into some like key scenes. I guess like moments. I guess. Um. Brian is now a father. I think that's obviously important going forward. This movie they like skips ahead far enough from the end of the last one that they've now been living semi happily for a certain amount of time. And this is, this is really important to lead into like the next one. And like the whole part of this movie is cause it's like, I think I've seen people complain before where it's like, why didn't they just stay there and whatever else? Like, why would they even do this? Why do they care? I'm like, a Letty B they imply that as much as they're like kind of lavishly living out there and they're raising their child and everything's cool. They are homesick. Like they pretty much go, we want it, we miss the house. Like the, the whole thing at the end of the movie where Dom's like, I want one thing, like one three three seven or whatever the thing is. It's like that is literally just his old fucking Toretto house. They just want their home back. Um, I think a lot of people, I don't know for whatever reason, he is full of wax or some shit. Somehow managed to miss that stuff. Um, but yeah. So this movie with Brian being a father that plays in heavily to the next <coughs> when we get to Furious uh, Seven, of course that fact and of course i'm i'm also just seeing the kid because I've, I've it's not like i forgot but this is the film where the kid shows up first so it made me because then i'm still thinking about every time i'm watching one of these movies i'm still subtly like thinking about nine and like being like oh what could they do you know like just thinking stuff and i'm like man like jordana's coming back for nine i'm like what are they really just going to be like are they going to cgi brian or are they just going to like like be like oh brian's looking after the kid now like oh well, someone else is, you know what i mean to like come what, back to deal with the brother I guess that's like her thing. Like, I got to come back because it's our brother. Like, it's family Dom or some shit like that, too. It's I guess. Blood family. But yeah. Like, the whole reason I keep her out of this movie and 
kind of seven is because it's all it, like she can't she always got sidetracked. It's like you're looking after the kid, you're looking after the kid. Like that's I mean, she, Jordana Brewster got sidelined since the kid showed up in the next couple of films. You're like, no woman, no, can, that's fine. Women I, can do jobs, they, the guy can be a stay at home dad. This is 2020, <clears throat> Dylan. I'm she, happy. I'm, I'm, like, hey, I'm happy she's back for now. Brian, I let you, you know, I let you do that thing in London. This is my turn now. It's Even family. though I ended up in Spain with you guys, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, and then how how do we feel about um Letty in this movie? I guess. Like not not just the whole amnesia storyline, but do you actually feel like there's any difference in the character given that it's basically like I think she's a refresh. more <laughs> She's a more matured character here, I think. Like, she's not... Um, there's... Back when we last saw her in Fast and Furious, like, when we saw the character properly in the original Fast and Furious movie, she was still kind of living in this world of gangsters and racing cars where it was a little bit, you know, it was just what she'd grown up with and, you know, she wrapped herself around Dom and, and that group of people. And I think this amnesia and what she's doing with this new group and her morality that she's finding throughout it. Um, I think it shows a lot of maturity for the character that we didn't really see in the past iteration. Yeah, it's a good reset. I feel like she has more personality this time around. And to be fair, we only had Letty for, what, one and a bit movies. Yeah, barely. Yeah, it's basically one And if you'd watched the uh, prelude to Fast 4, Ash, you would have. That's true. You missed out. You missed out on high quality Letty stuff. You didn't even like the direct connection with the coral reef bit. That was that was kind of in the prequel. They mentioned that. They mentioned yeah. They they cut the scars are from the prequel. Mm. That's exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. They talk. They were they're like, oh, you got a scar here, and I got the same one. We went diving. It's from the the prequel. You missed out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lost Bandolero Rose. You should have watched it. Maybe you should go back and watch it and do a mini version of the podcast for just that section by yourself. (laughs) That's your punishment. You're letting the listeners down. Jesus Will I know? <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously Roman in this movie, like to go over kind of what each character's up to after the last one, it's like Roman's taking all his money and he's flying around a, p- a plane that literally has written on the back of it, it's Roman bitch or some shit like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like that. I'm like, okay, that well, that's legit. <laughs> that seems legit for his character. I appreciate um, that Roman's still a tight ass, that he's still a cheapskate when he's yeah, he's got millionaires. Millionaire. He's like, you're a millionaire and you're still asking you, for money. He's like, yeah, that's how I stay a millionaire. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, Tej is, I mean, Tej doesn't have a bit. It's just like he's the garage. It's like whatever. Um, and then Han and Giselle, obviously, are like, are, are, they're my favorite like intro scene, you know, where they do the call. It's like we got to call up everyone to to come in. I love how they're just like sitting there talking. And straight away they start playing into their romance stuff because like Han's like talking about, do you ever think about like settling down and stuff like that and doing stuff? And she's like, Oh, that's I'm, what we. I, don't know, we I, I enjoy in this movie how they play into what you already know. That this movie's writing for Han is very knowing that we're leading into Tokyo Drift throughout the whole thing, yeah. and it's very knowing that the audience knows that Giselle isn't in Tokyo Drift. Something's happened to her, so yeah. we're going to keep. She believes him, or, or maybe yeah, she was gonna, in. Tokyo Drift the entire time, and we just didn't know. I'm it. waiting for that to be the reveal. I'm waiting for that to be a reveal. By the way, that's she's she's got a coma and she's in a hospital. And that doesn't fit. Because they're remaking ha- her as a cyborg. It's Tokyo. 
It, it, that doesn't fit because Han in Tokyo Drift is gets like replaced by Scarlett Johansson because Gal Gadot is too expensive now. Wow, no, I hate everything that just came out of your horrible <laughs> mouth. Um, yeah, but I love that part, and they like they pull out their guns and do the back to back thing, and like gets a phone chucked, and it's like it's Dom. <laughs> like, it's like you such think an there empty, would like, be an easier way to get in contact with them than to send the Tokyo or whatever police after? No, man, they don't have phones. Like they're smart. Con. They're on the run. They don't. They ain't, they ain't carrying around guns. You know, you could have like gotten a guide or some like one person to go say, "Hey, listen, got a phone call for you." No, it's gonna make a theatrical, you know, impact. Yeah, it's Mm. cool. Um, then we get to I want to talk about Gina Carano for a little bit because and the big twist there, which I find quite funny. I always love the moment. So you get to like right there at the end of the movie, and it's like the big twist because like I think they've gone into this thing of twists now. Where this movie has a twist, uh, five had a twist, seven doesn't have a twist that I can think of, unless I'm like missing a slight one. The but twist is that spoil- Shaw wasn't a bad guy all along. Well, yeah, no, shut up. Um, <laughs> but eight, without spoiling it, because Kieran still hasn't seen it, eight um, has a twist that's very. Oh, there's a couple twists. That's it's the actually, same eight twist. Has several as seven. twists. Eight has like a lot of twists actually, and one of them's like super obvious, obviously. But it's like there has a couple of ones in there. But th- now they're like, we could do all these twisties and twenties, and, and this one like the after like the big reveal in five where they like it was on the garbage truck. This one's like, and she was bad. <laughs> it was kind <laughs> I love of how they do like the though, proper right? bad guy thing. Yeah, but I just love how it they was... do the bad guy like Doctor Evil type scene, like, "Hey, baby, coming," and it's like everyone looks. And it's like, but then she like walks over, and like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> it was all along. Oh, you know, it was. Saying? It worked extra well because I completely forgot that was the thing that happened. Like, that's oh really? Cool. I I will say it's amusing that not only in her MMA career, but also in her movie career, Gina Carano's real purpose is to open the way for Ronda Rousey to get bigger and better. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, Gina Carano's better in this movie than Ronda Rousey ever was yeah. in yeah, 7. But... She plays like a way less interesting bad guy. She has a fight with Michelle Rodriguez. Cool story, but... But that's it, isn't it? Other than this that. is just one fight. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I mean, it's a cool fight, fight I guess, but... but... Yeah. Whatever. I bet Ronda got paid more for that movie than. In fact, did. I would say I I would say that Gina's fighting this one with it's Michelle. Both uh, of the fights were better. Both the fights are pretty. Good. Yeah. Step the game up in this one too. That's another thing about the the fight scenes because obviously the last movie, like all right, we get some fisty cups going. You know, Rock versus Vin Diesel. Let's go. This movie, you got the massive fist fight at the end. You got the the Han getting his ass kicked. <laughs> Han and Roman. Han and, the, and Roman and the- versus Joe Taslim. No, no yeah. one, no one needs to know about this. Like just them like, two. Just I like how he says that, and then Hart's just like, you see his eyes. I like, can't look at him, and he's like, it's like melts his head slightly. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, no one needs to know. It's damn right. Uh, you, you have that fight, and then obviously the uh, Riley versus um, Letty. Oh, fuck, uh, Letty fight. Yeah, mental blank. Uh, which is yeah, way more fisty fights happening in this one. So that's a lot of fun. Fisty fights. Uh, Fisty fights, that's the fun stuff. And then Shaw, obviously, Luke Evans comes in this one. And th- this is like the full... I mean, it's, it's not... I, I appreciate this movie because it starts being like, okay, so instead of just having a one-off bad guys, obviously, they t- the, the sequel like is like, okay, repercussions from the last movie means that the brother, blah, 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 blah. And then they start building this whole Shaw family. And if it wasn't for this movie, we wouldn't have Hobbs and Shaw as a spinoff because then we wouldn't have Seven, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then I also kind of hate, annoy it because, I mean, once again, not to spoil eight. Or 
fuck it. It's not a big spoiler because you've, you've watched the trailer for nine. But spoilers, the bad guy from eight is coming back for nine, right? And I'm like, I, uh, like, I'm like, I could, I didn't like it that much. Like, <laughs> are we just, are we just sticking into it because like you did the whole like continuing the bad guy thing and you run out of fucking. There's only so many bad guys, bad guys in the world. There can only be so many Shaw children and Toretto kids, you know? They keep adding them. They keep adding them. They could have just had Helen Mirren like be the proper bad guy for one of them. It's fine. Should have gone hard. Should have gone hard. Um, but yeah, Luke, Luke Evans, uh, Shaw, I think is a fun bad guy. And obviously, it's a his whole group of bad guys is really fun in this movie because they're the only group that face that's like equal or better than them really at the start like they get their ass handed to them of course like they're really good in the cars they're really good in like hand hand fights they're smart they've got like a team that's like them they literally have a scene where they're like look brian when'd you get this <laughs> when'd you do the photo shoot like <laughs> even even before that in the initial uh the interpol robbery scene with the the woman the blonde woman in the uh flip car i was like hey that's like that's like the opposite version of brian yeah. Like I'd already yeah. made that connection then and then Roman points it out. It's uh yeah. Also they I think that Roman and Tej take some pretty gnarly fucking crashes in yeah, that no. scene. And then there is nothing like no obvious no, not even a damage bruise. or bruise <laughs> or reference to it in the next scene. They're both fine. Not even Brian's like, man, I hope he's okay when he's driving. He's just like, nah, sh- no, that'll right. be fine. Also, shout out to her in that race scene or car chase scene, whatever we're calling it. Um there's the fact that Brian, like, with that tiny thing on the side of his car, and then just do, like, the most perfect maneuver of, like, slightly tapping the brakes, swinging it around, tapping and, like, sliding that thing off, and then accelerating, accelerating out of it. He's been there, done that. He's not, no more of this EMP <laughs> bullshit stuff messing with my car's electronic. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's great. And it's a good reason to get yeah. those classic cars in. That's true. It's, it's funny, uh, those things, those electronic things, which in this movie you could take as a callback to two, because they're not, they weren't even real when they made two. Like, yeah, the the idea of those car type things doing that was just fiction in two. Whereas these days, I think it's more like, I don't know, like, do they? I, I don't know if I've seen something where it's like either they were prototypes or it's closer whatever, to reality. Something. I don't think they've got such a thing yet, but yeah, pro- like properly. But I've seen like it's yeah. an actual prototype. Type, type thing these days at least because I saw that somewhere so yeah but it's like it's funny how in the second one that was like complete fiction and now in this movie it's like well it's a callback to that one but it's not like a, it has to be a callback because it's fiction from the second <laughs> from the second movie um, alright so in the family just update the tree as we're going here Letty returns to her family everyone update that everyone have a clap and Giselle's lost to the family sad do you, do you honestly is she think though? is she A is she though but B do you think this is possibly their biggest regret because of how I, massive Gal Gadot is now? No, their biggest regret was killing Han. <laughs> well, well, killing Han for, for very different reasons. Like, killing Han was a character choice and a, for a fan's choice. Killing off Giselle meant they lost Gal Gadot just before she became Well, does she become massive. Wonder Woman if she's in Fast and Furious still? I feel like you could do both. I the Rock does could. about 20 action movies a year somehow. The Rock's going to be in Black Adam. As like himself, yeah. like, he's saying that she couldn't do two big franchises. No, I'm saying, no, I'm just thinking schedule wise. That's all. I reckon they could. They'd make it work. Like uh, lots of big franchises make stuff work if it's you know like, that. And oh, you, you want it for this period? Was, okay, we'll shoot this movie. Do you here. think Zack Snyder went? Hey, she's unattached. That's that's more incentive to get her into the franchise. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think they could have worked it around it. 
I wish they had a work to <laughs> Yeah, I wish Han and Giselle yeah. were still a thing. Like, it makes me really sad yeah. that their relationship's kind of done, even though Han's coming back. Listen, it's like, this man. time, they get a time machine. Maybe that's the <laughs> plot of Fast it's 9. Actually... Get, he gets a time machine, he goes back in time. Get all he the catches her. Catches her, she's fallen off. And then he oh travels back to the future. Well, the thing I mean, is, the problem is... She... She could survive because they That's why they're doing that survive, rocket thing. So. They're trying to break the time speed. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, he, I'm going to say now, if they magically somehow get her back for this one or the last one, I'm going to be okay with it because at this stage for Fast and Furious franchise is not a franchise I'm going to get annoyed about them bringing back characters not sticking to At, at the characters. minute I've only I've only accepted that Jesse and Vince are dead. They're the only two yep. characters that are properly like dead, dead from the main family. You gotta see, you gotta see some bodies. You know, I don't know. Jesse was I, only bleeding on the ground. He could have lived. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you die, if you die in the first movie, it counts because that was the most serious. Like that, 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 they're the rules. You know, you're stuck on that one. Um, but yeah, no, if she comes back, I'll, I'll be like, whatever. Like, if you can have the brother survive falling off pretty much the same, if not higher and faster. With more velocity, uh, yeah. Then with more velocity, then you could surely have s- say and that she she's And she was going backwards. She probably only, like, you know, hurt her back a little bit on the fucking concrete. Oh, just a little bit of her back. Yeah, she probably just got lost. Uh, I will say, though, I've seen this movie set a bunch of times. I still cry at the end. I yeah, cried. Yeah. I cried with. Um, I started tearing up when Mia goes over and hugs Han. Yes. Han's then, face. But Where's then, Giselle? but then that bit isn't when Han. The thing for me that gets me is the fact that it isn't then that Han breaks. Han breaks when Brian goes over and hugs him. That's when I'm like, oh shit, dude. Like fuck. That's like a you know a proper friendship and relationship and fuck. <laughs> Yeah. I think a, a worse action movie would have because there's like a split second where I remember watching it the first time. Like it seems like they're just gonna ignore it. And I think a worse action movie kind of just would have. It would have been like, yeah, whatever. Like you gotta have this matter. happy epic moment of Dom fucking, survived. <laughs> yeah, it's like Dom survives. What else matters? Like the action hero leaves everyone. But I like how they get that out of the way. And like it does make sense to show that first, because obviously everyone's like coming to a stop. They're like, it's Dom alive, like we just started crash. And then like, oh, it's fine. And then obviously the fact they start looking around for everyone else, that, that makes sense. I I buy it. Like that yes. I, I think is realistic. And then yeah, just looking over like Han's face like dropping when he's like it's like when um she's like, What about Giselle? He's just like, oh, Oh, well, man. he has this Some look in his shit. eyes for the entire scene. Like, from the moment she's gone, he has just this devoid look in his eyes of just detachment from the situation, of just not not pro- knowing how to process what's just happened to him. Because mm. throughout the movie, he's getting very attached to her. He saves her a number of times throughout the movie. Um, yeah, that one time she nearly got her head blown off by a fucking sniper. Yeah, and he's, mm. like, dived and fucking grabbed a quarter and stuff. Um yeah, it's it's just he was. You could see how attached Han was to Giselle for it. Um, and I think the, the other thing interesting in this movie is they have like several conversations. Obviously, like the whole like, do you ever think about settling down and all this other stuff? Like, it, I honestly can't help but wonder like what Han's life would have been like different if she had of survived. Like, how different it, Tokyo c- Drift would be. Well, if he would even be in Tokyo Drift, like if she survived, do they not potentially like it's because it sounds to me like to Tokyo, but like not get out of the scene. 
Yeah, like get out of the criminal like underground scene and just like kind of live. But then it, they also play out in this movie the idea that Giselle isn't down for that or at least it isn't fully understanding what Han's trying to say because it sounds to me like Han's saying like, let's get out of the life. End. She gets it in the section after the tank. No, I don't think she does because... No, because she's like, like, do you want to settle at down? The, at, the, at the end, she says, uh, I can't remember how like what it comes up, whatever, but she like turns to him and says like, when they're in the car or whatever, she's like, this is who we are and like starts like climbing out. Or whatever. Okay, that's also fair. You know, like, she's not like, let's, you know, like, sell down, blah, 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 blah. No, she's like, this is what we, this is who we are. This is what we do. Like, we do crazy mad shit. <laughs> let's go. Come do it. And Han's like, okay. But to me, it sounds like Han is actually like, no, I want to get out of this and I would like to settle down, you know. Speaking of relationships, can I say for freaking Brian to put Mia first and put Mia before everything in the plane scene and like as soon as he gets to Mia they literally jump in the car and they get the fuck off the plane that's like there's no bullshit where Brian's like I've got to stay here and help Dom there's none of that shit he's just like he'll be fine yeah he'll be fine I've got to get you off the get you off the plane and we're also gonna fuck up this chick with a flip car because she (laughs) she deserves it she deserves it. She, she. He also knows that's what Dom would have wanted him to do. Yeah. Also, you know. That's... But even then, he still, you know, when characters are like, "Oh, you should have done this," they still don't do it. So it's just nice yeah. that they actually carry through that. Uh, any other scenes, moments to go before we move on to favorite line and stuff? I love all the stuff with Jack. Like, I love all stuff with the kid, especially with Dom coming over and being like... Oh, the cars and stuff. Yeah, just the car things. Like, you're not pushing input ports on him already. Just that kind of back and forth (laughs) is... um, Yeah. Is really nice. And just even, like, the the barbecue scene at the end is is really nice to see. There is the awkward moment with Elena and... um, (laughs) Oh, my God. And even... Where Lady goes and talks like, hey, thanks. Yeah. Like, even, like, Roman, like, points it out. He's like, oh, this is going to be awkward. And they're like, yeah, still sexy as hell. Thanks for keeping my boyfriend's bed warm for me, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, It's just a little bit... um, Yeah, it's a bit awkward. Elena has, like, two seconds in this movie. She's like, like... She's laying naked next to him at the start of the movie. Then she's like, you should go find Lady. And then she turns up at the end and is like, like, okay, I'm a cop again. Can I also say it was very, it was, I don't know, jarring is probably the best word, where they go from Shaw being captured, Shaw being like, oh, I've got people going over to get your family right now, like I can break them and reach out and break them, and it plays out like he's doing it, like they're doing it as he's talking, and then the next minute he's getting onto the plane and Mia's on the plane with them, and you're like. Yeah, no, it's meant to be a flashback, but it's not obvious, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, It's supposed to be like, oh, we did this. A while ago, yeah. Um, all right. Well, Favorite do we line. want to talk about like, the elephant in the room? What's the elephant? The, in the runway. Room? I mean, as I said, we I, were, don't, as I don't care. Said, it's fun. It's kind of it's the meme itself. Well, it's very. I nice. like to think everything's happening at the same time, and that's the only way you could have shown that. You had to. Yeah, I mean, if it, there's no way you if you think about it that like, way, play it in real time. But also, they're driving. They drive a very long way up the runway before the plane even lands bef- in front of them. So it's like, eh, it's very. Long. My the only thing, my favorite thing about the runway sequence, if you're like, boy, like, although what Ash had said, what you just said, I've never thought about, and that would actually make sense. But obviously, there's no thing. There's no thing in the movie that tries to make that obvious. I don't know how he could without it being corny, but that would work. That does make sense. Yeah, I mean, but you my could cut it. The whole... Well, in, 
potentially you could cut it look like to... four different screens all running yeah. simultaneously. Yeah, but it wouldn't be as interesting. Yeah, that no, that would be, be terrible. terrible. No. That's why you didn't do it. That if way. it flowed better into the next scene and stuff, it's all could have you know, or the next section would work as well. But yeah, my favorite thing about the runway though is they would know very well. Like they would be making the movie and know it's going to seem long. There's no way they don't know that, but they just don't care because they're like. It's fine. It's a fucking silly action movie. It's, it's we just had who a ca- tank. Who cares? Yeah, yes, it's like just, it's like honestly, who cares? We also just had a point where Dom decided to ram his car into a wall and yeah, using someone the, in the using air. the momentum <laughs> to fling himself across the gap between two bridges, catch somebody, yeah. make it to the other bridge after catching somebody, and land against the window of a car and break nothing and like not damage himself whatsoever. Yeah. And everybody's freaking out about Dom hitting that bridge thing in the trailer. It's like, mm, it's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I was about to say, if that's what they're showing in the trailer, I can't wait for the movie. Uh, no, I, I love that so whoever made the decision, they're like, in the runway sequence, when we go to the helicopter shot, we'll show that they're right at the end of the runway now. Like, <laughs> the runway's been 18 miles long, but we'll but make sure also, that they're they right at the end. At least, they don't do a meme thing about having... Whenever they cut back to the cockpit, the cockpit's just worried about getting up off the air. They don't. They're not doing a. Oh, we're this far away from the end of the runway. Oh, we're this far away from the. Like they're not doing that kind of cheesiness. They're just. Yeah. They couldn't because then you would have been like, dude, you said that like ten minutes ago, and yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> you would have hit it by now. Uh, all right, so favorite line. Mine is near the end of the movie, or basically the end of the movie at the barbecue scene where Hobbs starts walking up the. The runway, Fuck, you and then right, uh, <laughs> yeah. so and then Roman yells out, "Hey Mia, you better hide your baby oil." And then starts laughing, and then Hobbs says, "You better hide your big ass forehead." And then Tej spits out his drink. And the, the, I think my favorite thing about this is this is a known thing that um the Dwayne uh, the Rock's response wasn't uh, in the script. <laughs> yes, so you can tell. Ro- you can tell by Tej's reaction is <laughs> yeah, like Tej's reaction is just ludicrous, being like. <laughs> <laughs> just like a hundred percent spit take of like not expecting that line at all. Yeah, and also Tyrese's face of motherfucker. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> it makes it the funniest fucking line in the movie. Uh, yeah, so that's my pick for favorite. Of course, my backup would have been man. This shit which went from Victor warfare. <laughs> Ash, what's your favorite? Uh, shout out to after Giselle says he's a man. Han saying, uh, she says that a lot. That's a great <laughs> line. But uh, it's hard to go past. Hmm. Now that you mention it, my swaggerless friend here, he really likes that shirt you have on. <laughs> yeah. The entire sequence is great. I forgot about that sequence. That sequence is awesome. It, that, that's one I uh, was hearing that last week where he's like, goes in there and the dude literally says to The Rock, uh, you, you, sir, no entourage, no nothing. Uh, you're certainly not a bowler. Oh. Uh, it's just it's like and just things like um it's it's nice that the movie and the writers remember that all of the characters except for Hobbs are fucking loaded like I've yeah. just got all this cash and they and it's not like they're like still acting like they don't have the money where like you know Tej buys out every single car they had there it's like well no he also Tej brought a garage he invested his money he's probably he's got more going yeah. you know well, yeah, it depends like if that garage started to actually make money. 
I'd shame it is. He's a, he's he a hustler. He said he didn't yeah, want to make. He said he wanted to be a place where everybody can come. And yeah, also, yeah, he can hack eight. He can hack ATMs to spit out money. That's true. Yeah. I give back to the Man, people. It used to be a Robin Hood. Yeah, back to people. I care much if I really. Um, has anybody got a plan B? Don't never mind a plan B. We need a plan C, D, E, F. We just need more alphabets. Like just, I just love taking that moment. Just. <laughs> That's a good line. I appreciate that one. Uh, all right, getting into the mix, of course, adding two songs each. Uh, maybe less if there's duplicates, but that's fine. To our ultimate Fast and Furious playlist, my picks are, of course, the opening song, because I already said I love that opening sequence, so I have to pick the, the song. We own it, 2 Chains and Wiz Khalifa. And then my next one is Bowl, T.I., Lil Wayne. Because also, when this movie came out, this was like kind of T.I., uh height for like i mean he was bigger before this but i think this is when he was like more mainstream i'd say popular ti was around this i think this was like you know rihanna and whatever that fucking album was called like was just before this type thing so at the time i was like yeah this ti shit has to go up so now i have like a soft spot for that song uh Kira, uh no fuck it ash what are your songs i also had we own it but i feel like that that's a given that's uh, that's a given yeah and i put fail date by dead mouse and yep. Cypress Hill? Give Cypress Hill some love. Featuring please. Cypress Hill. Thanks, man. Okay. Um, I have to first say, I think this is my favorite soundtrack that we've listened to so far. That we've Of one of the movies. I think some of the other movies have had slightly dud soundtracks. Um, but I didn't have We Own It. Um, I have Rest then of My wrong. Life with uh, Ludacris, Usher, and David Guetta. And uh, Mr. Chicken by Deluxe. Because it's something com- it's something completely different from the rest of the Fast and Furious soundtracks, which I love and appreciate. Man, I don't know. Like, uh, I really like next week's soundtrack, and I really like the week after soundtrack as well. Eights, I'm not the biggest fan of, but anyway, we'll get to those soundtracks. But this is this is up there for sure. Uh, anyway, I'll do it. Of course, thank you for listening. Uh, it looks like we are all out of. No. <laughs> he said it. He said it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter and find all of our Twitters right there. Easy way to follow us. Next week, we are discussing Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. It's the next one after this movie, but also it's about 10 years before the time. I think it came out like 2005 or something so close to nearly 10 years later uh so make sure to watch fast and furious tokyo drift before the next episode drops and importantly tokyo drift remember the hashtag justice is coming father thank you for the gathering of friends father we give thanks for all the choices we've made because that's what makes us makes us who we are let's forever cherish the loved ones we've lost along the way thank you for the little angel the newest addition to our family thank you for bringing lady home and most of all Thank you for fast cars. Also, is it that? <laughs> <laughs>